while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News On The Go. With the Wednesday WCCO On The Go, I'm Laura Oaks. Today's stories include a potential deal to make sure you can watch the Twins on TV this season, and a big pond hockey tournament appears to be a go. But we begin with the U.S. Department of Education's investigation into whether the University of Minnesota committed Title VI civil rights violations. The investigation comes following a complaint filed by University of Minnesota law professor Richard Painter and former regent Michael Shue. The complaint pointed to faculty members posting pro Palestinian statements on an official university website. Painter talked with WCCO Radio's Adam Carter about the investigation, saying the university needs to think about its students when it comes to these websites. Whether we're blocking access, denying educational opportunities to Jewish students, or as I say, you could in a different context to Muslim students, uh, there are a lot of people in academia on the left who are very, very hostile to the traditional teachings of Islam. And, you know, that kind of thing just simply doesn't belong on a uh, faculty website. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. They're building ice rinks at a fever pitch. Despite some earlier concerns, it appears the U.S. Pond Hockey Championships on Lake Nokomis is a go. Last year's tournament attracted about 3,000 players from around the world, even the country. Now, what we're told is that organizers will map out the entire sheet of ice on Lake Nokomis to make sure the thickness is enough on each and every spot where the puck drops. In Minneapolis, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Amazon will partner with Diamond Sports as part of a restructuring agreement as the largest owner of regional sports networks looks to emerge from bankruptcy. Diamond owns 18 networks under the Bally Sports banner, including Bally Sports North. Those networks have the rights to 37 professional teams, 11 baseball, 15 NBA, and 11 NHL, including the Twins, Wild, and Timberwolves. The terms of the agreement were announced by Diamond Sports this morning. Amazon had no comment, but it's believed that while they could offer the content on their Prime service, games may also still appear on Bally Regional Networks as well. The union representing thousands of Twin Cities janitors and security officers is asking Minneapolis city leaders to remember the working class in their downtown revitalization plans. One local union janitor says right now she can't afford to live closer to her job in the city, and it's a long and costly commute just to get to work. We have bills to pay, family to take care of, rent, and other expenses. I also believe that working people should be able to afford to live in the city and have a say in our future. The report put out by the SEIU Local 26 highlights the positive effects that better wages and benefits for workers would have on the city's economy if workers were able to secure affordable housing within downtown neighborhoods. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota Republicans are questioning why Governor Tim Walz's $1 billion bonding plan doesn't include more money for local communities. Karen Housley sits on the Senate Capitol Committee and tells WCCO Radio's Vanita Sakar that it's disappointing to see so much money going towards state agencies. We gave a bunch of money last year, $2.6 billion, and a lot of that was for asset preservation for those state agencies. So why there wasn't more for our local communities, only 4%. 
Housley says Republicans are focused on crumbling infrastructure such as roads, bridges and water quality. Officials with the Twin Cities primary electric vehicle car share service say our extreme cold has had minimal impact on how the cars operate. James Veerling is in charge of growth, marketing and communications for our car, which operates EV electric cars in Minneapolis and St. Paul. We do see the batteries decreasing available capacity. Um, so like a normal Chevrolet Bolt might normally get 260 miles, um, and we're seeing around the 20% range reduction. Veerling says a bigger challenge than the weather is the need for more electric vehicle charging stations in greater Minnesota. Roughly $68 million in new federal funding will be used to build out a fast charging network across the state. For the second year in a row, Mill City Museum in downtown Minneapolis has been nominated as one of the top 20 museums in the country by USA Today. It's definitely, you know, an honor to be listed on this list. You're right, there are so many great museums on the list and in Minnesota. Mill City Museum spokesman David Stevens details one aspect that makes them so unique. The Flower Tower is a multimedia show set on a freight elevator. The, the audience moves up and down throughout the building. Um, they see what a working flower mill looked like on each of the floors. The machines come back to life. And they hear the voices of real workers who worked in this building. Mill City came in fourth in last year's voting, which is done by the public. So visit Mill City Museum's Facebook page to vote once per day until February 12th. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Minneapolis Animal Shelter is full again, and the city is reducing adoption fees for the rest of the week in hopes of getting some pets placed into loving homes. Adoption fees for adult dogs have actually been waived for Minneapolis residents, and non-resident fees have been lowered for both dogs and cats. Anyone wishing to adopt can visit the shelter on Thursday or Friday after 1 p.m. Thanks for listening to WCCO On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO.